Hey guys, Alex here. Just a quick spoiler alert before we start this podcast. We're going to be talking about Harry Potter and specifically a lot of the major plot points. So if you're a fan of Harry Potter, this will be perfect for you, but you haven't seen the movies or read any of the books, this is definitely one you want to skip if you don't want us to spoil it for you. Uh, So hope you guys enjoy. All right, everybody. Welcome back to The Sip Show. This is episode two. Uh, I'm here with Mallory and her sister, Adrian. Adrian, do you want to give a quick introduction of yourself? I'm Adrian Weininger, Mallory's little sister, the ultimate third wheel to this couple. <laughs> uh, so if you missed episode one, that is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, all of those. Big shout out to Anchor Podcast for getting that spread out. They're our unofficial sponsor and who I use for posting the podcasts. I uh, heard about them online and was a little skeptical about them being able to post it everywhere, but they're actually able to get it posted. So for episode one, I just was able to upload it to Anchor, and they posted it everywhere. So it's, like I said, on Apple, Spotify, Google. The only place they didn't post it was SoundCloud, and I put it there just because uh, that's a free option for a lot of people. Uh, today's topic is Harry Potter, of course. Decided we pick a topic that Mallory and Adrian know a lot more about than I do and will be able to contribute to a lot more than I can. So <laughs> uh, so I found this article by Marissa Meziano, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly, on Fansided. And the article was 25 Harry Potter book moments that should have made the movies. So we kind of went through that article and picked out our top 8 to 10, I believe. And uh, Mallory also added some of her own correct just one. Uh, so we'll be talking about that as well, just in the interest of time. Uh, so we'll try to, or I'll try to link the article in the description of this podcast somehow so that you guys can check out that uh, and read all 25 if you're interested. So uh, thanks to Marissa for writing this article and giving us a topic to talk about. What? Got your podcast voice. <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah. <sighs> so uh, first topic here is the potion room riddle protecting the sorcerer's stone so do you want to give all right i got this you got this i one, just Adrian? finished reading this book for i don't know how many times the sorcerer's stone harry is like oh man i gotta go get this and save it and and what is the sorcerer's stone it's a magical harry potter fans. magical stone created by nicholas Flamel that gives you the elixir of life which makes you live forever and it gives you lots of gold so you have Forever, life, forever, riches. Yeah, you mm. turn any precious metal into gold. Oh, really? Any, is it, it any metal? Or? I don't remember what it was. It turns things into gold. Yes. <laughs> and this is in the first Harry Potter book? Yes. yes. Okay. So and what's so going on here? There's a, It's in Hogwarts now, and there's a whole series of rooms and challenges before you can get to the stone to protect it. And each teacher was, like, charged with a different spot. And... Snape created the potion room, and it was a very pivotal, important part in the book, but they just left it out of the movie. It was ridiculous. So in the so at the it's towards the end of the book, really. It's kind of like the major plot point that Harry and his friends are trying to get to the Sorcerer's Stone, but blocking it, like Adrian said, are like all of these challenges. Yeah. So you have. Um... Professor Sprout has the double snare that they go through first. And she's like the botanical <clears throat> slash plant 
teacher, Herbology. Right? Herbology. Sorry. It's the magical term. Thank you. <laughs> well, um, first is Fluffy from Hagrid. From Hagrid. Oh, yeah. That's true. Of course. Then, yeah. then you go down the trapdoor, and then there's a double snare. And then there's, is it Flitwick's? Mm-hmm. So then Flitwick has keys charmed, and you have to fly and grab the right key um, to unlock the door. And then from there... Giant chess. Giant chess board set from, from McGonagall. McGonagall. Okay. Then... It it's is the troll. the troll from Professor Coral, which they, they also left out. Yeah, that's not as important because it was already defeated once they go through. But still, the potion room was last, and it, there were, I believe, seven or nine bottles. Okay. And some were filled with nettle wine, some were filled with poison, some were, then one was filled with the potion that would allow you to go into the next room, and one was filled with potion that allowed you to go back the way you came. Hmm. Once they got in the room, like, flames sprang up on the door going back and going forward. So that's why you need a potion to go either way. So you don't get burned. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, the whole point of it was that a lot of wizards are great at magic, but they're terrible at logic. Mm. But Hermione's so not. <laughs> she's good at everything. Yes. So that was kind of more of a logic puzzle to yes. get through than a magical so, yeah. puzzle and hermione solved it but there was only enough left for one person to drink it and so she told harry to drink it and he went forward to go face quarrel and mm. Voldemort. and hermione went back to save ron completely left out of the movie though mm-hmm. yes. basically as soon as what was the last one they did the was chess. it the chess after yeah. they defeated the chess set they were able to move on. Yeah. Then you get the mirror from Dumbledore. Mm. So mirror of Arison, they basically had everything, backwards. but just still. they moved the troll to the front of the movie. No, there's, no, there no, still there's a troll. two. Oh, there's two trolls? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. You're wrong. wrong. <laughs> That's why you guys are here. What's next? Next is uh, the Marauders map. Marauders. Marauders map backstory. Terrible which, pronunciation. Now that I'm, uh, I've read the books, I've realized they've completely left out of the movie, which I thought would have been a cool thing to include. Yeah, it's a very big detail. So. Okay, so the Marauders map is given to Harry by Fred and George when he wants to go to Hogsmeade, but can't because the Dursleys are terrible. And <laughs> we'll, never signed his permission. We'll let him go. Also because the teachers were like, it's probably a good idea for you to not go in the third year anyways because there's a deranged murderer after you, or so they thought at that point. So the Marauders are one of Harry's parents. His dad is one of the Marauders, and it's his three friends, so it's James Potter, Sirius Black, Remus Lupin, and Peter Pettigrew. So those four boys, when they were in school, made this map to show all the details of Hogwarts and all the people moving around in it. It's some highly complicated stuff going on. So they've got, like, their nicknames on it. Were the Mooney, Mooney Wormtail, Padfoot, and, and Prongs, which is in reference to all their animagus forms. So, James is a stag. And then Which is who? Prongs. Prongs, right? Yes. Okay. Um, Mooney is Lupin because he's a werewolf, which is why they were all animagus, so they could go be with their werewolf friend during that time of the month. Yeah. <laughs> so that they wouldn't get eaten, because mm-hmm. they don't harm animals. Like, they don't feel like an urge to go attack someone. Yeah, unlike humans. Um, and then... Peter was... Wormtail. Peter was Wormtail because he was a rat. 
which is also because he is a rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So many details in that. And then but. Sirius is Padfoot. Yes, yeah, he's, he's, he's a giant dog. black dog. Yeah. Which is a lot of the times referred to as the Grim. Like that's not technically what he is, but like he looks close enough to it that that's just kind of what like you kind of think of when you mm-hmm. think of it. Like I said, the one theory is he was just like a regular black dog or like a smaller version, but didn't actually turn into the Grim until he was sent to Azkaban because mm. it's really a pretty a big impact and, on your life yeah. to be put in wizard jail for mm-hmm. 13 years. And Adrian, you were saying earlier that years. like your, your animagus kind of takes the form of... Your... your like inner I read self. this thing it said that it takes the form of your inner self. Like for Peter, he was... A complete backstabber, traitorous, traitorous piece of crap, and you know rats kind of are like that. And then like for Sirius, he was super loyal dog, Rita Skeeter, pretty sneaky little later on. Oh sorry. uh, Oh sorry. Teaser there. (laughs) Another plot point we'll talk about later. Yeah, so like in the movie, Harry just kind of gets this map, and it's just like. Oh, these four people made it, but they don't really go into the backstory of who those people are, right? Yeah. He just kind of gets the map, and it's like, like a Harry tool knows the stuff of... in the book. Like, it's yeah, and they pretty kinda, important to him. They make a point to talk about it of like who created this map. Yeah, it's kind of an important part to like just how important that really and is. and to show the like how that's where that came from. How much for his him. father is still like impacting his life, even yeah, posthumously. Is that a good word? Can you use that one correctly? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Next. And if we uh, haven't said already, if you haven't read these books or seen the movies, there's going to be a lot of spoilers in here. So, uh, oh yeah, sorry. I'm going to add that to the beginning. Probably, I'll move. Spoiler some alert! Around. Yeah. Um, Saint Mungo's. Uh, Saint I'm really Mungo's, mad yeah. this wasn't in there, honestly. Yeah. This so made me mad. In the book, they go to visit uh, Gildroy Lockhart. After... They don't go to visit him specifically. Oh, they don't. Who They're do they visiting go to visit? Mr. Weasley. From his oh, because he had a snake bite. Mm-hmm. Did this happen at all in the movies? I don't remember him no, getting the, a snake bite he, at all. Yeah, he has a snake bite. So in the fifth book, um, the Order of the Phoenix. So the Order is protecting the prophecy, which is about Harry and Voldemort. But Harry knows nothing of this yet. He just mm-hmm. knows they're protecting something. And Sirius says in the beginning, it's a weapon that he didn't have before. So while Arthur Weasley is protecting. The prophecy, um, Voldemort this whole time is trying to break in there. He's not really sure how to do it, how to go about it, because he doesn't have all the information yet. But, so he sends his snake to go, like, check it out, you know, snoop around and everything. But Arthur is there and ends up getting attacked. But Harry, at this point, is also having visions through Voldemort, because they're connected very much so. They explain that later. So he is actually present through the snake during this He, like, attack. has a vision of, yeah. like, through the eyes of the snake, right? Yeah, so... And sees Arthur getting bitten. He, like, alerts the right people and gets everyone there and gets Arthur to St. Mungo's in time. So that's, like, the precursor for this event, but then mm-hmm. they have to go to St. Mungo's to visit him, and, and I Saint wish Mungo's, they would include that. Oh, my gosh. And St. Mungo's is the wizard hospital for yes. all kinds of crazy... Yes. Wizarding it, troubles. It looks like a storefront of an old department or shop. Yeah. So cool. I can't remember what it's called. But oh. that's in the book, right? Yes. It yeah. has, like, so the it's name got of like it. 80s clothing. Yeah, these, like, like old looks mannequins. like a storefront, but if you walk through the back or something, does you, it, does you it have like to like that? talk to one of the mannequins to get through. It's like uh, one of those things it's that. Like a, some... 
is Some nondescript, kind of hidden in plain so, like, muggles would walk past. Yeah. yeah. So they get into St. Mungo's. So they go to St. Mungo's, and it's a pretty cool place. Like, it would have been, it like, just really been cool to, like, to see. see. And then... See how they, like... Wizarding Show healthcare. it in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they've got... They, they go a few times, actually. Yes, because... Um, his snake bite is particularly nasty. Yeah, because they have to figure why. out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the second time they go, they go up for tea. Like, they're trying to find the tea room. And on one of the landings, they find Gilderoy Lockhart. And this is in the fifth book, right? Yeah, so if, yeah they uh, haven't seen him since the So, yeah, <laughs> the if you're second, a fan the of the, uh, or if you've seen the series in the second one, doesn't he try to perform some kind of charm yeah, he gets and his like memory it backfires? Completely erased. Gets his memory completely erased, but then like he thinks he's still famous though, very right? Deservedly, yeah. So that's... like they go to visit him and he's like trying to sign autographs for him and like still being very. Yeah, uh, I know the healers are like he's starting to remember like he still wants to do autographs, so they took yeah. it as a pretty good sign. Mm-hmm. But so he is actually in the same ward as Neville's parents. And this Which should previously we haven't heard anything be highlighted about. more. So Neville's parents were also part of the order, and right after Voldemort vanished, they were tortured by Bellatrix and her husband and a few other Death Eaters on the whereabouts of was it the whereabouts of Voldemort? I'm pretty uh-huh. sure it was Voldemort. They wanted to know because they thought they knew something about it. Either way, they were tortured to insanity. That was, like, right around the time Neville was just one, if Harry was still, because they were born around the same time. Neville's parents have always been like that, as far as secret lovers. So they've been in St. Mungo's in this, like, permanent ward. Mm -hmm. So previous to this, we don't really hear about Neville's parents at all, really. Like, there's mentions of them sometimes, but we never really get their backstory. And this is where we kind of get an insight into it, don't we? Yeah. Well, Harry knows about it before in the books because he goes, he's at the trial of one of the dudes that did this. I gotcha. So Dumbledore tells him, but, like, Neville's never mentioned it before this point. Yeah. And they, he still doesn't, like, really talk about it when it happens, but, like, them just, like, that's a pretty big scene. It's, like, a whole chapter mm-hmm. in the fifth book of, like, or them more. going there and seeing Neville... And, like, figuring out what, like, happened to his parents and stuff. Yeah, so I think probably the biggest thing is at least showing this hospital. Because that's, like, almost a whole other area that they don't even cover. Like, yeah, I honestly don't know if they mention that, like, at all in the movies, really. I don't remember it. They just kind of say like he's just... at the hospital or whatever. They don't really ever go to visit him. Which is kind of strange, because you feel like they would kind of include that. Alright, next one. Something I just kind of found out about because I finished reading the sixth and seventh book where Hermione kind of kicks this into gear. But it's uh, the SPEW, which stands for SPEW. The Society for Promotion of Elfish Elfish Welfare. Mm -hmm. Elfish Welfare. That's not a fun word. (laughs) So the idea is that house elves, which are like the servants, slaves, the servants slash slaves of the wizarding world. Only the rich wizards. Hashtag privileged. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, um, they're really old, like, rich wizarding families. Like, the Malfoys and the Blacks. And the yeah. Lestranges. Like, it's... They have like, house Like, pure blood families, per se. Which basically do all the work around the house and, like, basically kind of are their servants and slaves, like you said. Mm-hmm. Hermione's not a fan of that because she doesn't feel like they get treated very well, which is very true, I think. Like, they get kind of... Treated like crap. Like, don't have even, like, they wear rags as clothes and, like, that sort of thing. Like, Because she starts it after, so in the fourth book at the very beginning, Mr. Crouch 
dismisses his house elf for reasons mostly unknown at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, But you find out later. Yeah, like, you kind of mm. know what's going on. But Hermione is, like, outraged by the treatment of her. Like, she was, she ran away from people, like, being floated through the air, like, Death Eaters, because she hates heights, and also Death Eaters. <laughs> so, and then he just, like, dismissed her. So she was distraught by this. <laughs> and there's no she mention said, of it, really, in the She starts knitting all. all these hats and scarves. Yeah, and that's, like, something they mention a lot, how she's, yeah. like, knitting she's got stuff buttons and clothes for, for these. And she's the trying to get elves. people to join up. The mm-hmm. house elves start refusing to clean the Gryffindor tower because they're afraid, like, the ones at Hogwarts, because they're like, oh, well, we're going to, like, get all these clothes, and they don't, don't want to be leave. And they also don't mention the house elves in the movie. No, they don't really. Like, the kitchens, house elves are at Hogwarts. Like, they work in the kitchens during yeah, the day. Yeah, they make all the food. And they do, like, they all do the cleaning. Like, yeah. And Dobby's, and, like, yeah, very proud, yeah, too, because he's, like, back. getting paid to work. He's like oh. one of the few house elves that's getting paid to do things, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Because he's, he's basically out of work. Because he's, he's basically not going to. Yeah, no, work no, no one wants to pay the house elves because that's how they've done things for millennia, probably. Mm-hmm. Disappointing. Yeah, so yeah. completely left out. We've got house elves, but we don't have their. Uh, the spew. We've only seen like two. They don't even mention Winky. No, they don't. Who's Winky? That's Crouches. Crouches. That's the one that self? gets fired. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then she goes to Hogwarts. She, oh, and she her and Dobby are fans. Or, or friends. Friend, eh, kind of. He she doesn't like anyone else. She's She's oh, free to no one else like wants to really associate with that. Like, that's kind of taboo in the house elf yeah, world. Yeah, in the house elf community. But she's the one who, like, eventually not fully tells the story of, like, the fourth year incidents. <laughs> But she, she's she got a lot of the information, and, like, she's known all of this for forever, basically, like, but she can't tell anyone because her master has forbidden it, and she's still loyal, even though she's been free, and, like, she doesn't technically have a master now, but, like, that's one of their, like, key laws for house elves, like, that's just the nature of that creature, like, they, they have to obey their master, like, that's, like, their first law or whatever, mm-hmm. like, that you gotta... They have to, like, punish themselves, and they, like, physically cannot, they can't, like, not do something. So since we're on the topic of house elves, do you want to go and talk about Creature, since that was one of the other ones you thought about? you want to talk about Creature? They don't really include his redemption or any kind of story about him, really. Yeah. So, like... And this one was one Mallory thought of on her own. This isn't in the article. Yeah. So you see him in the fifth book, and, like, you know Sirius hates him, but it's mostly just because... And Creature is Sirius's... House elves. House elf. Yeah, he's been um, one of the black family house elves. So his like his whole family has been house elves for this family for a while, and it's really weird, but they hang their heads in the entryway. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that in the movie, though? They have, like, all the They heads. have house elf heads. Yeah. I'm fairly sure. Because yeah. they're still, like, alive and can talk, can't they? No. Or no? No, no. No, they're not? No. That is very weird. <laughs> okay. um, so anyways, Creature, like... Sirius hates him because it, he's just the embodiment of the house that he hates, basically. Yeah. And how can you not? And Sirius's <laughs> house is the headquarters for the Order of the Phoenix, yeah. which is... But Sirius hates his whole family, and he ran away from there, so it's a bad time for him. Yeah. And they probably should mention that more, too, like how much he really like hated that. That would give a lot more explanation to why he went to the ministry when he did, and like, mm-hmm. the feelings he was having there. But it's so, like they don't include Creature at all in... The betrayal of Sirius. So Harry um, gets a vision. They show that in the movie that Voldemort's torturing Sirius. 
because um, Voldemort wants him to go to the Hall of Prophecies and get this prophecy, because now he knows only he or Harry can get it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm not going to do it myself, obviously. I'm Voldemort. Privileged. Master privileged. I don't need to get things. So he's got this plan. He's like, I'm going to show Harry his godfather being tortured because Creature gave him the information, like... He's forbidden to give, like, order information to other people, but he can give, like, the trivial stuff that you wouldn't think to ban that, like, Harry loves Sirius and, like, all this little information that still can be used in a plan like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Harry goes to check and see if Sirius is actually home because Hermione is, like, freaking out and you can't go running off and do something dangerous and impulsive, like, go to the ministry which they end up doing anyways. So Hermione's like, you need to go check. You need to make sure he's not home. Like, you need to, like, actually be responsible about this. Harry goes to check through Umbridge's fire with the flu network. So he only gets to see Creature in the kitchen because Creature's gone and injured Buckbeak, so Sirius, like, wouldn't be available or anywhere close to talk to him. And Sirius, um, Creature can lie to Harry because Harry's not his master mm-hmm. at this point. So then Creature is like, yeah, Sirius is just gone. He's not going to come back from the ministry. And Harry, like, takes that as we have to go save him. So there's Which a, was not true, right? Yeah, so like, that's like, not what was happening. Yeah, so Creature kind of lied to Harry so to he, get him Yeah, to he was part of, like, Voldemort's do plan. Do something dangerous. Yeah, so Creature plays a huge part in getting Sirius killed. Yeah, and what happens in the movie? Because ends Creature up getting... is so loyal because he considers Bellatrix still part of his like master yeah because bellatrix is sirius's cousin and she's like the oldest living member besides sirius Mm -hmm. and sirius has basically betrayed his family like he ran away when he was 16 he has to acknowledge him by the governing rules but like he doesn't want to yeah he is loyal to the people that are nice to him and who are technically like partially his owners kind of thing Mm -hmm. so like that all happens and Sirius dies and Harry inherits Creature, actually, so he's still, like, kind of playing a role throughout the books. So you don't see that happen either. Like, Harry is now Creature's master, so he plays a little role in the sixth one. And then in the seventh one, he comes back in a pretty big way. So they're talking about the Horcrux, the locket that he and Dumbledore, Harry and Dumbledore went to get. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they can't find it anywhere. They've just discovered who R.A.B. is, and they know that it's Sirius's brother, Regulus. Which is in the locket, right? It's, yes, it, it was R-A-B. a sign, signed note in the locket. Part of it was missing, though, right? No, they just, Not didn't, part of it. They they just didn't know who R.A.B. was. It was just a replacement was. Horcrux. Oh. So it's just like a regular locket that Regulus has replaced. So he took the real one, and it's like a whole big story that they discover from Creature. And that's like a really big part in the seventh book. They're like, oh, like, we know where this locket is now. We know, like, what's going on with the locket. Like, that's one of six Horcruxes they have to find. Yeah, which is kind of the major plot points. Yeah, that's the the whole point of the seventh book. Is finding these Horcruxes, so. So, like, to not have Creature say what's going on there seems kind of iffy because then like he becomes so much more pleasant because they actually like are nice to him Mm -hmm. and like explain to him like hey like regulus was a good guy yeah (laughs) like you want to go against Voldemort, and then the very like end of the battle in the seventh book too like all the house elves come storming out of the kitchens and creature is like creature in charge or not um wink she yeah. wasn't in there, was she? No, she was. A creature and Winky, I, I thought, were leaving the legend. Yeah, but so, like, he's still, he was still a pretty large part of it, and you only ever see him in the fifth movie. 
Yeah, him just kind of moving around the house. Yeah, and like, it's like he really... really had a big redemption arc that they yeah, just never mentioned. Some major character development there that mm-hmm. they left out. Yeah, well, especially for Harry and Ron and Hermione, too. Like, Hermione has always been into the, obviously, like, the hell self promotion for their welfare. Mm-hmm. But, like, this kind of makes Harry and Ron realize more, like, you need to treat them better yeah. than they're being treated. Okay, this one that I thought was pretty interesting is the uh, Wizarding Government talking to the Muggle Prime Minister. I love that chapter. Do you? <laughs> yeah. So... Um, it starts one of the books. Yeah, it's, it starts... just, it's the very beginning chapter of the sixth book. Of the sixth book? Yeah. Yeah, because all this bad stuff is happening in, like, the muggle world, and nobody really knows why. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of the communication between the muggle prime minister, which are all, like, the non-wizards, and the, the minister, minister of, magic. of magic. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. It's titled The Other Minister, because that's what yeah, the, the prime like... minister likes to call the minister of magic. Mm-hmm. The other minister. When he has to think about it. Yeah. So, like, there is, generally, the wizarding community stays pretty quiet and kind of does their own thing, but, like, yeah, they have to, because, like, people would freak out, right? Yeah. But the ministers know about each other. Yeah, which I think is kind of cool, because you kind of get that cross... It is. ...cross-exposure between the two cultures. Yeah, you've got to inform the Muggle Prime Minister when there's, like, big events happening. Mm -hmm. So, like, when Sirius and Black, Black escaped, like, that's the first time someone's escaped from Azkaban, obviously you're gonna have to inform them of that. You've got the Triwizard Tournament when they were importing dragons and sphinxes and things like mm-hmm. that. And then there was the mass breakout. There was the Quidditch Tournament issue they had to... But it's really annoying for the Muggle Prime Minister because uh, the Minister of Magic doesn't, like, explain what any of these things are. He's, he's just, just like, this is just like happening. legally required to tell him, but, like, yeah. they really can't <laughs> do anything about it. They don't or... know what any of these... They don't know what Quidditch is. They don't know who these people are. They're just yeah. like... Okay. Uh-huh. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. One of the things I thought was really funny, the first time he comes in, the Muggle Prime Minister is, like, baffled. Like, obviously, you're like, it's the discovery of wizards. <laughs> it's really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And then the current Minister of Magic is like, yeah, your predecessor, like, tried to throw me out of the office or whatever. And he says it's a he, but, like, people doing research with the dates and everything that align is actually Margaret Thatcher, like, <laughs> tried to throw the Minister of Magic, like, out the window. I was like, that's hilarious. That's funny. But it's just, like, a really neat thing you okay. should mention. They leave that out as well. Yeah, that would have been a cool opening scene to, like, the sixth movie was the, uh, the introduction of the regular Prime Minister, like, the... Yeah. Well, because they do, in the sixth one, they do when um, Bellatrix and Narcissa go see Snape, and that's, like, the opening scene, and then in the seventh one, they do when Snape and you actually get to the Malfoy's house, which is Voldemort's, like, Ooh, command center. I love that one. With the peacocks strutting around. <laughs> uh, they should have included the peacocks, too. Lucius likes white peacocks. They have those at his house. <laughs> you gotta be oh, yeah. fancy. Yeah. You can't just have a normal peacock. They're very rich. Is that what they had at the... Yes. They, yeah. They had white ones. So next is Ooh, yeah. Ariana Dumbledore, who is Dumbledore's sister, correct? Yeah. Which is like a huge... Ba- they don't... Like you oh were mentioning gosh. earlier, they don't even mention a lot of they Dumbledore's do not talk backstory about at all. anything with Dumbledore. And that is such a huge part of the seventh book. Because Harry's like... He's so confused and conflicted with what he knows about Dumbledore because he literally knows nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, he, because he even mentions, like, the only personal question he asked him was the only one he thinks he'd ever lied about was the 
what do you see when you look in the mirror of Arison? Does he see his sister? Because <laughs> Harry's pretty sure, like, he saw his family, like, intact and whole. Because, like, you get the full story eventually, but Harry's got to, like, piece together only all the these book, parts. Though, right? Yeah, yeah. They only bring this up in the book. So, actually, Rita Skeeter does a biography on Dumbledore. After he dies. At, like, really soon after he dies. In, like, four weeks or something. It's insane. Nuts. And pretty slanderous, too, right? Well, that's Rita Skeeter's style, but it's mostly true, honestly, which really disturbs Harry. Yeah. Because he didn't know any of this. Yeah. Mm. So, he has... How it starts. His... He's got his mom and dad, um... And then a younger brother and a younger sister. And so Aberforth and Ariana are the two younger ones. And then Dumbledore, Albus, obviously. Um, So his little sister gets attacked by muggles. Um, She was, like, really young and doing, like, accidental magic in the backyard or something. And these kids, like, see her doing it and, like, try to get her to reproduce it, but, like, she can't. She's too. She can't because she can't mm-hmm. control it. So they attack her, and she's like really messed up from it. And it's speculated that she becomes an obscurus. Ooh. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, Wait. Which is, that's a Fantastic Beast thing. Fantastic oh, okay. Beast where to find them. That's not mentioned until that point. But there have been a, like a lot of theories that are like, yeah, she's definitely an obscurus. So an obscurus, you can look at. There's. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the book, like, from Harry's Magical Creature, Care of Magical Creatures class, and that, so that's by Newt Scamander, which is what the movies are about. Whole other tangent. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's so much in those. Yeah. Well, they don't even have a, like, those aren't even books. No, they have screenplays. Yeah. They have screenplays. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so an Obscurus is a magical creature, not really, it's when a wizard, like, coops up their magic, and they don't use it for some reason like that like ariana like some something like bad has happened in them or they're like traumatized for whatever reason or they don't want to use their magic and mm-hmm. they like can't it's like ptsd a little bit yeah okay so when you don't use your magic as a wizard though like it like explodes out of you because it needs to be used like, like it can't just keep it inward yeah <laughs> so but they don't live very long as a wizard so i want to say like maybe like up lower teens yeah at the very highest. You do not live long. Yeah, because, like, that amount of magic, like, spewing forth from you is very violent and dangerous. Like, if you watch Fantastic Beasts, it's it's bad. Like, you can destroy, like, whole city blocks. Oh, is that what happened in, yeah. in yeah. the first Fantastic Beasts? That. That's what I thought. Well, you've yeah. slept through it twice now, so... Okay. that's whole other <laughs> Maybe, maybe pay attention. Yeah, so... Well, that's what they think she turns into, um, which is honestly a really good explanation. But anyways, so she's got, like, these outbursts every once in a while. But the Dumbledore dad goes after those muggles and attacks them Mm -hmm. and doesn't give a reason as to why because they don't want to have Ariana put into St. Mungo's or, like, taken under care. They're like, no, like, like... we want to keep her safe. Mm -hmm. And so he gets sent to Azkaban. Yeah, he gets sent to Azkaban for a muggle attack. So no one knows why he did it. It's just thought to be unprovoked. Yeah. So they move towns to kind of escape, like, the ridicule, because like, a muggle hater for a dad's not a yeah, fun place to uh-huh. be. Um, so they actually moved to Godric's Hollow, which is where Harry was born. There's a magical story in there, too, that comes into play later. Like, Albus goes to school, his little brother goes to school. Eventually, like, later on in the years, Ariana accidentally kills her mom. 
Because her, her mom magical outbursts. Yeah, one of those outbursts. Yeah. Which she can't, can't control. control. She's yeah. got nothing nothing to do with it. It's not her fault. So pretty soon after, she dies herself. Well, Albus has to go and take care. Their mom is dead. Their dad is dead. He's been dead in Azkaban for I don't know how many years. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. So Albus has to come home. It's like right after he graduates Hogwarts. He had all these great plans with his friend Grindelwald. Yeah, so Grindelwald is the villain in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And he was also... So imagine Voldemort, but like in a foreign country. Like, is it Germany area, I would presume? In Europe. Europe. I'm just... Yeah, just... Wherever. It's, it's like Wizarding Wars coincide with... um Like, conflict in Muggle times. So, like, this is around World War Two ish because Grindelwald is defeated by Dumbledore actually in 1945. And while they were dueling at one point a stray curse hit Ariana. This is earlier. Yes earlier. Yeah so um. That's what I said at some point. Yeah in like that summer so like Grindelwald comes to Godric's Hollow because he's visiting his aunt. This is like their really early year so this is like right when they graduated still so they're like 17, 16, 17. 17. Yeah. 17, well, 18. Albus is 17 because he just graduated, but Grindelwald is 16 because he got kicked out of school early because he was already, like, kind of a dark wizard. And like, we're not having it. Yeah, so they meet up and they, like, Albus hasn't really had contact with, like, someone his age that he thinks is, like, his equal intelligence-wise. Mm-hmm. So he and Grindelwald are, like, really good friends, which is really disturbing for like yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, kind of strange because he's a pretty evil wizard and yeah, Dumbledore generally is regarded as he's a basic, good wizard. He's only the not the most evil wizard because Voldemort came along. Yeah. So then, yeah, Albus's younger brother like confronts him. He's like, you you can't be with this dude. He's literally evil. <laughs> yeah. And they like all get in a duel and Ariana like tries to help out or whatever, but she gets killed and they don't know like who did it or what happened really. So then... Grindelwald flees the country. Albus and Aberforth hate each other. Yeah, they they are not friends currently because mm-hmm. they just don't know what happened. And so that's like Albus's backstory. And those are like really important points. And it's just never mentioned. Like, Not you, even, yeah, not even brought up They mention all. his sister's name in the seventh one. And like, you know his he brother. He has a and sister and he has a brother. That's but it. They don't really yeah, say Nothing much about else. him. But that's... It's and like, that's the upcoming... Fantastic Beast movie coming up. Yes. The it's Crimes fantastic. of Grindelwald. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, we're looking forward to that. Oh, when does that come out? I'm not sure. November. November? Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> planning our date already. <laughs> With um, Adrian? Maybe. Hell yeah. <laughs> He'll sleep through. But it's also, it like, it's just really good because there's also, like, all the questions about, well, was Dumbledore a good guy? Yeah, or was like, he kind of... with everything he did with Harry, like... Was it with good did intention? Did he know that it, or... Yeah, like... Yeah. Was he just trying to help Harry or was he helping himself? And, and he's like, generally portrayed as a completely selfless, like, just does everything for the good of the people, but we kind of... That's not the general... Yeah, it's really, like, yeah. on question of this. Mm-hmm. All right, well, anyways, next Keep thing. Going. Harry fixing his first wand okay. oh, with yeah. the Elder well, Wand. Dumbledore gets the Elder Wand from Grindelwald, right, after mm-hmm. defeating him? Yes. That's kind of a big part that they don't necessarily... And the Elder Wand is, like, How the most powerful... How did get the Elder okay, Wand? Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> I just finished the seventh one. So the Elder Wand is told by the story of the three brothers by Beetle the Bard. If you don't have that, you should read those too. They're I haven't read good. those. I need to read those. So those are like children's stories, but the um, Elder Wand comes from, like the tale is like the Deathly Hollows. 
So these three... We don't need a deep explanation here. We can just talk about what the say, Elder like, Wand is. I was going to say, like, the three is. brothers, like, made okay. powerful objects. And it's the Invisibility Cloak, the Elder Wand, and then the Stone of Resurrection. The Elder Wand is the most powerful wand known to wizards, yeah. right? So it's, like, a really ancient wand, and it's, like, passed down through centuries and yada yada. It's and eventually... An allegiance changes with the master's death. Well, so whoever kills the death. Whoever, whoever kills the person. The yeah, so you can like the disarm them or like in a duel or whatever. Like you don't necessarily need to kill said person. Mm-hmm. It's just how the violence has. But that's how eventually. Dumbledore ends up getting the Elder Wand is when he defeats Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Grindelwald got it from the Wand Maker in his area, who had right. started spreading rumors. Grigorovich. Right. Starting spreading rumors that he had it because like you're a wand maker, you have the most powerful wand. Like that's good you're publicity. <laughs> But Great like, for your business. <laughs> no one was really sure if you actually had it or not. Like, So Grindelwald stole it because yeah. apparently he did have it. I don't know how he got it. They don't mention that, but whatever. So then, yeah, Voldemort, or not Voldemort, Dumbledore duels him, wins it. But it's not, like, known. People didn't know yeah. that he had it. People mm-hmm. didn't know, like, all about it or anything. It's just he has the wand. So Voldemort spends a decent amount of the seven book, like, tracking down this wand because he's got that connection with Harry's wand, that he's just learned about and is like, I need to get a better wand. Yeah, I can't defeat I need Harry the most powerful my... thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he so, finally kind of figures it out. They do but... show him taking Dumbledore's yeah. wand. Like, that's why he breaks into his grave. Do they really describe that that's the Elder Not really, wand, though? No. He just kind of goes and They have those kind of flashbacks. It. Like, remember when they have Gregorovich in, sh- yeah. uh, in his cell and regard, yeah. Grindelwald comes and steals it, escapes out the window, and so they kind of show part of it. Yeah. Yeah, they're not explaining it very well, though. Like, you have to know what's going on. You would have had to, to read the books yeah. to understand what was going but on. But anyway, so Dumbledore has the wand. Voldemort steals it. But the thing is that the wand was never Voldemort's. Because on the night Dumbledore was killed, Draco disarmed Dumbledore, got control of the wand. And yeah. then later on in the seventh book... Harry disarms Draco at Balfour Manor after he was captured. And so then the allegiance of the wand is with Harry. So Voldemort can't kill him with the Elder Wand because obviously the wand's not going to kill its master. So that that was something Dumbledore actually didn't plan. Yeah, that just kind of all worked out. Yeah. It's like somebody wrote it. Stop. (laughs) No, she she talked about that moment where the like, allegiant changes. She's like, I didn't want to make it a big deal because it's just something really subtle. Yeah. And it seemed like it was... So, when they were running away, when Harry and Hermione were running away from Gringotts, I think, someplace, they went to... They went to the steps of Grimwald Place. And someone was coming from Godric's Hollow. Godric's Hollow. And someone followed them. Yeah, because when did his... His wand broke. His wand broke. Okay, so they're in Godric's Hollow, and they're trying to find the sword of Godric Gryffindor. So they're, they're like, there's probably a connection here. It's Godric Hollow. Like, this is where my parents died, yada, yada. They're, like, pretty desperate at this point. They're just trying to find answers. Mm-hmm. So they go to Godric's Hollow. They're ambushed. Hermione accidentally sends, like, a spell ricocheting around and ends up breaking Harry's wand. So that's that's when that happens, and he's uh, got, Very like, someone strong. else's wand the rest of the book. It's some random, like, Death Eater's wand, isn't it? Yeah. That they... One, it's a, it's a Snatcher's wand that Ron... He uses Hermione's, like, he borrows it off and on until Ron comes back. Then it's a Snatcher's wand Ron stole. So it's allegiance 
with Ron, so it doesn't work very well for Harry. Yeah. It's a blackthorn wand. Wow. Great detail. <laughs> okay. Well, that's um, how they refer to it. I gotcha. Th- that's literally what they call it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's just mentioned in passing. Yeah. Um, but then once he wrestles Draco's wand and Bellatrix's from Draco, like, Draco's wand has changed allegiance then, so it works way better for Harry. And he's got that up until his duel with Voldemort. So then, at this point, he's got the Elder Wand, as we just discussed, and he doesn't want it. Yeah, still has the pieces of his wand, though. Yeah, he's like, if this is just too much, like, I, we're in a time of peace now, like, Voldemort is defeated. Yeah, we need to get rid of this major weapon because people fight over it. Except that he's like, well, if I (laughs) I don't have a wand, though, see, he still has the pieces of his in that little moleskin pouch that Hagrid gave him. Mm. So it wouldn't normally be repaired by normal magic, except that... Yeah, because you can't, like, they've tried this before with Ron's wand, right? Trying to repair a wand with another wand, yeah, and it, like, yeah. just doesn't work. Like, it was beyond fixing. But yeah. So he uses the Elder Wand to fix his wand, so he finally gets it back. And then he takes the Elder Wand and puts it back in Dumbledore's grave. I think that's what he said he was going to do, yeah. But they don't, like, they literally just have him breaking it and then, like, throwing it off a bridge. (laughs) So, because, like, the reason why he puts it back is so that when Harry dies... Its power's gone. It's done. Like, the Elder Wand is just a wand. Mm -hmm. Because nobody's killed somebody to get the wand. Well, nobody, like, nobody will have defeated Harry. Yeah. Unless someone disarms him or, like... With the Elder Wand, though. Right. It doesn't have to be. Oh, it doesn't have to Harry be. Harry disarms Draco. Yeah, so the, uh, the wand is... Har- like, Did Draco wand. never even knew he was, like, the master of this wand. Yeah, I gotcha. So, honestly, that seems kind of foolish. Yeah, so in the movie... He someone bre- could disarm he... him very easily. Mm-hmm. So, in the movie, he breaks the wand and throws it into the, the lake at Hogwarts. He just throws it off a bridge. Yeah, yeah. it's kind yeah. of, like, on the broken bridge pieces. Which, like, I think it would have been a lot more ceremonial and kind of, like, had more meaning if he... He would have put it back Yeah, would have put yeah. it back on... Dumbledore's grave. Alright, so our last one, which I think is probably one of the major things that they completely left out, uh, was the fact that Rita Skeeter was an Animagus. Do they talk about that at all in the movie? They They completely leave it out. She is basically, like, there, but then she's not there the rest of the time. Like, she's so much more in the books. Okay. So Rita Skeeter, for those who don't know... She's annoying and terrible. She's the journalist who just covers... She's like the tabloid journalist, basically. Yeah. Who gets these, like, exclusive interviews with people and, like, basically, like, rips people apart if she, any, anytime she gets an interview with people. And so But she's, like, constantly found getting, like, reporting on information that she, like, doesn't have and nobody knows how she got that information. She comes in the Goblet of Fire and she's reporting all this stuff and Harry's like, how does she know this about me? Yeah, because, like, they've had talks before but anytime they talk he doesn't give a lot of information. So she, like, knows all of this stuff and... Harry and Hermione especially is like, how? Yeah. There's got to yeah. be, like, a logical explanation for, like, how she can get all this information. It's not just, like, through the grapevine, because... They haven't told anyone Yeah, this they stuff. don't tell yeah. anybody this. This is, like, this literally private conversations that they are somehow a part of or have, like, stumbled upon and, like, know that no one else is there listening. So they're pretty baffled as to, like, how she's doing all this and... Um, Hermione, this is, like, something that Hermione's been working on in the background, like, throughout most of the book, once they, yeah. like, once she does some She's, like, doing research, and, like, how could she, like, figure yeah. this out? But in the end, they, like, Hermione figures it out, and, like, captures Rita, because they've figured out that she can turn into a beetle. 
So it's the perfect way. The beetle is her animagus. Yeah. Yes. So it's the perfect way, like, she can come out of the grounds undetected. Which is kind of ironic, because, like, when you think of, like, bugging Bugging. somebody. Well, that's how Hermione figures it out. Harry mentions it. And she's just like. She's like, she's got us bugs. And she's like, oh, snap. Like, this is how she's doing it. So, yeah, like you said, Hermione captures her in, like, a glass jar, right? Yeah. Like, captures this beetle and, and puts keeps it, her. Like, an unbreakable charm on it so she can't, like, just yeah. change. Uh-huh. But then don't they make some kind of, don't Hermione and her make some kind of agreement? Because yeah. she's unregistered, right? Yeah. As Animagus. So that's, that's yeah. illegal. Which is, like, major... You have to register who, like, what you turn into, all your special marks, like... Yeah, so, yeah. like, the wizarding Because, like, not can, only like, is it a dangerous like, thing to transform, like, it's Mm -hmm. really hard process to be able to do, but, like, obviously it's really illegal because you can do a lot of stuff with it. Yeah, and you can kind of sneak around places like Mm -hmm. she's been doing. So basically Hermione tells her, like, hey, stop writing bad stuff about us and we won't report that you're uh, an unregistered animagus or animagus because then she could get in trouble for that, right? Because that comes up in the fifth book, too. Um, cause Harry does like an exclusive interview and they make Rita write it. Oh yeah. With the, mm-hmm. uh, what's that called? Quibbler? Yeah. The Quibbler. Cause they make her write an article for that, but they're mm-hmm. kind of on good terms at that point and they can kind of. Not really. Not really, but there is an understanding. Other. But it's, she yeah. was someone who would Better do terms, it. I guess. Yeah. Cause they made her do it. <laughs> the thing I wanted to talk about. What? This our last, uh, last one here. In the movies, it makes me so angry. They have Voldemort, like dissolve oh my god oh when he dies yeah so stupid the whole like the whole cinematic purposes yeah but the whole point of it was to show that in the end he died a mortal death and that like his everything he did to achieve immortality was for nothing yeah like like he the wording is literally like he his body like hit the floor lifeless and rang with like a finale like it was a body that hit the floor yeah and, like, they take his corpse and they move it to, like, a different room away from everyone. Yeah, it's, like, it was just a really frustrating part. Like, she did that for a reason. Like, J.K. Rowling was because like, this is be- his body, he is dead, there's proof. Like Because before, there was no proof that he actually had died. Like, with Harry when he, like, yeah. had his thing. And yeah, he was his, weakened and, yeah, like, his first he was year alive with, other places. Yeah, so. when he had all of his... Uh, Horcruxes, like nobody, there were all the rumors. They're like, is he dead? We don't yeah, know. And, really and now at this point, it's finally it's set in stone. It's He's over. Completely, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't care if that was for cinematic purposes. It's dumb. Yeah. That, it I, didn't I, really add or anything to it. Like it just everyone was mm-hmm. like really weirded out by it. It's like, yeah. why would this? Because they did it with Bellatrix too. Like she movie, just like poof point. gone. Yeah. Maybe it was for like just. Keep it PG thirteen or something like that, but that's but they everybody dumb. else they like, show yeah, dead people. They, yeah, that sounds that seems really. Dumb. It's just a body. Yeah, and they freaking like cut Harry's arm open in the <laughs> in the, the fourth book. Yeah, the fourth yeah. movie from beginning to end. There's a lot of th- different things. They a lot of discrepancies. We started with we started with Sorcerer Stone missing that thing and ended with Voldemort dissolving. But so. then there are also like some things in the movies that weren't in the books sometimes, which were cool. Like what? Later. Later. That's a whole nother thing. Oh, wait, one more thing. Okay. Uh, They do not make the house points with their hourglasses a prominent thing in the movies. You do see it once. You see it once. Very, very briefly. But it would have been cooler to, like, actually see it and, like, 
Like we saw at Universal. Talk about like it. With the, yeah. The but there's there. supposed to be like big things that you can see everywhere. And there's emerald, just... ruby, sapphires, and diamonds for mm-hmm. each of the houses. That is completely left out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember seeing like glimpses of it at some in some movie though. You see it tiny bit. Yeah. It's in like the very background. Why is that such a big thing now? House points are like a bigger deal. In the like books. they talk about it more. Like that's how you win the house championship. Yeah. And it's like a constant thing. Like they're always getting losing points. Yeah, it shifts a lot. And mm. like that's why Quidditch was a big deal too, because you could earn points. Like the Quidditch championship like helped. Was determine, worth a certain amount of Yeah. Yeah. Like mm. a win was worth so much. Do, a lot of, do like so regular much. schools do that? Do they have like points? Are there houses in other schools? I don't know. Like I feel like that'd be a cool thing to do, wouldn't it? Like probably do it against houses. like grades or something. Yeah. So anything else you guys want to add? I mean, there's probably lots of things we could add. There's lots of things. We could do we def, definitely do a part two with like things they put in the movie that weren't in the book and why they were and good or bad. And also more things that should have been in the movie. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot more. <laughs> there's a lot more. Yeah, like we said, there's 25 that she listed in this article. Again, they should honestly definitely just check make those out. a Harry Potter television show. Every book is a series. Every chapter that. is an episode. And you Holy include cow. every You can have detail. every single detail. It'd be amazing. Do like a Game of Thrones type thing where yes. every episode is like yes. an hour and a half. And yes. Like, yes. yes. All, everything. Because you know people would watch it. Oh, yeah. We are starved for everything. I we mean, want, We want so many details. I mean, that industry is rolling in money, so they could definitely do it. I mean. Needs to happen. All right. They so, find heard it here first. Oh, my God. I'm new sure editor. I said it, though. Okay. It would be worth it. So, yeah. Part two of this might be... Uh, Either more things or things they included in the movie. Yeah, so if we think of anything, we'll start writing them down. So that'll do it for this week. Hope you guys all enjoyed. Again, if you missed episode one, uh, go check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Should be available just about everywhere now. Um, Just search the Sib Show. That's S I B S H O W, or just my name, Alex Sibla, A L E X space. S-I-B-I-L-A. Thanks for listening, and uh, hope you listen to us next week. See ya. See ya. Bye.